Hi, I'm Katie. And I'm Coley. Welcome to the SVU Coven Podcast, Little Witch Detectives. Am I echoing? No. I'm not echoing for me either. Yay! Oh my god, yay! If you guys didn't know, every single time we record, I echo at the beginning. (laughs) And last week it wouldn't stop. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I was thinking about making a mini-sode where I just put all the clips together of us being like, hey, can you hear me? Can you hear me? <laughs> we could totally do that. <laughs> like, we have enough of them. <laughs> I know. Because <laughs> we never delete them, and I was like, that would be so funny. Like, on a week we don't have an episode coming Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, hi, little witch detectives. We're Hello. here. <laughs> uh should we jump into things we shall cool 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 so this is our witch talk it's the corner of the intro of our show where we catch you guys up on what we've been doing uh it's a little redundant because cole and i literally talk every day so we already know all of this but we want to share with you (laughs) yes uh so what to heck is going on with me um hmm I never have anything prepared. (laughs) (laughs) I'm thinking now. Oh, tonight I am. So I uh, am officially in a relationship with the boy I've been talking about for a while. Yay! Yeah, that's good news. (laughs) (laughs) I'm really happy about it. It's going really well. Uh, But tonight we are going to see one of his favorite artists, and it's our first concert together. Nice. Yes, and I found – I bought the tickets from my friend Brandon, and uh, he had bought meet-and-greet tickets. So most likely I'm going to be able to get us in to meet, like, the artists. And I just – I'm really excited because I don't think – boyfriend has uh ever met them before so that's so awesome yeah I'm really um excited about it and then what else is going on yesterday I went to a self-love ceremony with my shaman that I've talked about a ton on the show Mm -hmm. um and that was really fun we did cacao spells Ooh, yeah so that was super fun um I still am looking for a job (laughs) (laughs) it has been half a year but that's okay that's okay (laughs) um i'm freelancing a lot in the meantime if anybody needs a writer please hire us we uh love to write and we'll write about anything really yeah um and i don't know i'm happy to be doing the podcast again we took an impromptu hiatus uh mostly because me so i'm glad that we're back yeah me too yeah And that's about it. What's going on with you? Well, while we were on our impromptu hiatus, I forgot to mention this last week, um, but I recorded a podcast with um, What's Your Story, the Mm -hmm. podcast, and it's all about grief, and my episode will be up on March 6th. Yay! So I will remind you all... um, when it comes out so you can listen um and we'll leave a link in the description to the podcast when that happens Mm -hmm. so yay (laughs) that's so exciting 
I'm excited. Um, I actually had a Valentine this year for Valentine's Day. Hey, I resent that. I was your Valentine last year. <laughs> yes, you were. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway, um, I had a romantic Valentine. We'll say yes, yes. For That's Valentine's so exciting Day this year. Um, it's the person I went on a date with um, mm-hmm. a few weeks ago, and. Um, we had a little FaceTime date um, for Valentine's Day, so that was nice. We just got on FaceTime and talked, and it was really nice. Yeah, that's so cute. Yeah. You guys are so cute. <laughs> <laughs> we also came up with what we're going to do for our next date. <gasps> um, we didn't come up with a, with a, like, a date we're going on it yet, but we came up with what we're going to do. Mm. We're going to do a paint and sip. Oh, you love those, too. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. For those of so you cute. who don't know, my last birthday party was a paint and sip. I've um, always wanted to do that. They're so much fun. <laughs> um, and the paint and sip that we did for my birthday was actually ran by my cousin. Um, because mm. she's very into art. Um, so... She painted the um, margarita that Mm -hmm. we painted as an example. And then she led us through painting the margarita in real time, which was awesome. Yeah, I think that sounds super fun. And also, that's like an incredibly cute date idea. Yeah, I think (laughs) so, too. (laughs) Because it's fun. You're sipping stuff, you know. Yeah. (laughs) Cute. Um, I think that's it for me. All right, cool. Well, speaking of good news, our boy, Ice, got a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Yes. Um, and Mariska was there to see it all go down. <laughs> Did you watch the videos that I sent you? Yes. Um... Also, did you see that Mariska posted a picture of her and her mom's stars on her Instagram? Yes, with her and Maya's feet. Yeah. Uh, so cute. I almost started crying. I was I was getting out of the car and I was looking at Instagram and like walking to my apartment and uh-huh. there was a bunch of people around, you know, cuz other people live here. And yeah. <laughs> I <laughs> I saw Mariska's post and I started tearing up and I was like, no one can know I'm crying over an Instagram post. (laughs) Um, But in Mariska's speech on when Ice got his star on the Walk of Fame, she revealed her personal nickname for him. Mm -hmm. I'm going to say it. Okay. Even though it's... A name that no one else is allowed to call him. I'm going to say it. Um, she called him Icy. <laughs> icy, Icy. Um, I call him Ice Ice Baby. So <laughs> I just call him Ice. Yeah, or Ice or Finny. Yeah. Um, or so- Finny Tutu. Finny Tutu. I forgot about that. <laughs> um. I am so proud of our boy. I don't know if you yes. guys know this, but I love Ice T. I love everything about Ice T from beginning to end. I think he's an exceptional addition to SVU, and I'm just it's so well deserved. 
Yes. I was on Twitter last night, and one of the people I follow was talking about how Dick Wolf looked like a fish out of water at the Hollywood Walk of Fame ceremony. (laughs) And so I replied, fish wolf? Fish wolf. (laughs) See, you say fish wolf, my brain goes, dick fish? (laughs) Two types of people. (laughs) Well, see, a dick fish would be a kendiru. (laughs) Which we've discussed on this podcast before. Oh, God, love SVU. (laughs) We are silly and goofy today, huh? We are. <laughs> um, should we move on? Yes, but okay, send but... of ice tea's way. Go appreciate some of his ice cold facts on Twitter. Uh, so well deserved. We're so happy for him. Oh, and while we're on the top of ice tea, ice tea started a podcast. Yes. Yes, Ice T did start a podcast, and I really want to try to get him to come on our podcast. So if anyone has yeah. information about that. Let me know. <laughs> I'll do some sleuthing. Some sleuthing. <laughs> anyway, um, on to the next point. Um, we were going to talk about this last episode, but we forgot. So mm-hmm. we're going to talk about it this episode. It's the Elliot and Olivia bait and switch that happened a few weeks ago on SVU. Um, like a month ago now, actually. God. Which is weird. Um. <laughs> I was like, that went by fast. Yeah. Um, we ta- we teased it a little bit, but I had not seen the episode yet. So now I have seen the episode and have opinions. Yes. <laughs> First of all, Elliot is such a faker. Like we we just got faked out that yeah. whole thing. Um it's just like I don't know. I, I, because if you guys don't know, you can go listen to the Maloney of it all episode where we talk about how we feel about Chris Maloney, but mm-hmm. I want to separate for, for this particular conversation, I want to separate Elliot and Chris, um, because I still don't know how I feel about Elliot and Olivia even moving towards being together. Yeah. Because of how I feel about Chris Maloney. Yeah. Um, Exactly. But all of you that thought it wasn't going to be a bait and switch, you should know better by now. Yeah. (laughs) And everyone was, like, losing their minds on Twitter because apparently um, while they were shooting that episode, it was a hot set. Like, while they were shooting that scene, Mm -hmm. which means, like, no one except the people who need to be there are allowed to be on set. Um, So... Like, that means that, like, probably the writer, the director, Chris and Mariska were on set, and that was probably about it. Yeah, Um, I understand, too, because, like, it can get leaked so easy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And especially if they they shot at least two different versions of that scene. Because the version that we saw in the promo where she's, like, caressing his face and everything like that, um, we didn't see on our screens. So they shot at least two different versions of that, ep- of that scene, um, if not more. Mm-hmm. So they could have possibly shot a kiss. But... Honestly, I kind of think they did just in the yeah. way that 
actors were promoing. Yeah. Um, and it wouldn't surprise me because I think Mariska and Chris are kind of rooting for it. At least yeah. that's what it seems like. Yeah. But knowing SVU and how things are written and also knowing the golden rule that Olivia Benson can never be happy. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like, I don't know what we expected. <laughs> yeah. Like, and they're, they're hoping for a 25th season because Dick Wolf wants to go 25 seasons with SVU. So they're mm-hmm. going for a 25th season. If they were to have kissed and to have actually gotten together this season, it would have been the end of the show. Yeah. Think about how Amanda left with yeah. getting married and everything. They're not going to. It's And also, Elliot and Olivia is the slowest of slow burns. Yeah. It has been it 20 years. <laughs> 20, 24. <laughs> oh, my God. So, like, <laughs> we just got to, like, I think, I honestly think if they were to get together and be happy and live the rest of their lives together, it's going to be the finale of SBU. Yeah. Um. So I'm not expecting it anytime soon. And that gives me plenty of time to sort out how I feel about it. Exactly. <laughs> because I do... I can't ever decide how I feel about Chris as a person. So... Once I... <sighs> I sent Katie a text message that just said... Ah! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because we knew it was gonna be that way we knew we it like... was gonna be that way but my 15 year old self really wanted it to yeah. happen yeah so I was like maniacally laughing for like an hour after I watched that scene yeah um, and I watched that scene on Twitter I didn't even watch it live and yeah I didn't watch it live either I saw it first on Either you sent it, maybe you didn't, because you probably didn't want to spoil, but so I saw it online before yeah. I saw it on the show, and yeah. I was like, well, of course. Yeah. <sighs> and it was just so awkward how, like, Elliot was trying to talk to her, and she was, con- like, looking for the sugar. Mm. Like, how do you not know where the sugar is in your own house? <laughs> <laughs> A lot on her mind, okay? <laughs> she did. But a lot I mean, was happening. <laughs> how do you not know where the damn sugar is in your own damn house? I talked I about even... this on my other podcast on Limited TV Junkie, um, which I started to and we didn't talk about, but I talked about it on my my other podcast. And, um, yeah. Yeah. Exact same thing. How do you know not know where the sugar is in your own damn How house? do you not know where the sugar is? How come you slept in a twin bed until you were 30-something? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Miss Olivia. Olivia, we, we need to talk priorities here. <laughs> oh, God, and lover. Everyone was talking about how Elliot was looking for the sugar to make Olivia a coffee, but Olivia doesn't even take sugar in her coffee anymore. Does she, she put she does almond milk? Yeah, she puts mm. almond milk in it, and that's it. You know what that made me think of? What? Um, the episode where they all are. It's rule or it's thirty three, thirty. 
Part 33? Part 33, thank you. It makes me think of how they all burn themselves on the coffee, and then when Olivia walks up to get coffee, she doesn't. (laughs) She has, like, hands of steel. Right, she's just, like, perfect. Meanwhile, Ice-T burned the shit out of his hand, like, two minutes prior. Yeah. She she just comes over and she's like, pours my coffee. All good. (laughs) (laughs) I love our show. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay um let's mosey along here yeah um so actually i have not put this together yet so it's gonna be a teaser again this week but hopefully um as we get closer to my birthday maybe i'll have this sorted out but i just wanted to remind you guys to keep a lookout for our giveaway that's coming up soon yes um we're gonna have at least two winners for it and it'll be over on our instagram at svu coven so make sure you're following us over there. We will uh, talk about it on the episode. Probably that will drop the same day as the giveaway. Once yeah. we decide what day that is and the rules and everything. I, I meant to put it together before today and I forgot. So that's my fault. But that's okay. Most likely it's going to be something uh, witchy we are giving away. And there will be at least two winners for our witch detectives. Yes. And the main incentive is going to be obviously following us on Instagram, but also joining our free Discord server. Uh, yes. And I'll talk more about that later in the show. But I just want to have it on your radar. We are going to be announcing a giveaway soon, and you'll want to participate in it because we're giving you some free goodies that are really, really cool. Yeah. Um, so keep your eyes and ears open, peeled, listening. Just, yes. Just pay it. Just, just keep up with us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, so another really fun thing that we have is a coffee which means it's an online tipping platform. So you can go onto that and tip us $1, $3, $5. And we get that money instantly and we split it between us. Um, that would be really great if you could do it, but we don't expect you to do it. It's completely and totally optional. It's up to you. We appreciate the energy exchange. Um, yeah. Yeah. We really do. Um, I just, and like Coley said, putting the disclaimer out there, we are not expecting anyone to give us money. If you cannot afford it, please do not feel pressured to donate in any way. Yeah. We simply set this up because we put a lot of effort into our show and uh, also we're broke. So yes, we're all around. (laughs) We, (laughs) We set it up and we appreciate the energy exchange so, so much, but please do not feel obligated in any way. Yes. Speaking of things that you're not obligated to do, but uh, throwing it out there for you. Um, this is your social media plug of the episode. So if you don't already follow us on Instagram, that's at SVU Coven. We post our updates, new episodes, and just memes, fun things like that over on the Instagram. Uh, also, we have a free Discord server, which we would love for you to join. If you want to wait until the giveaway, that's okay, too. Uh, but the link to join the Discord server does expire after seven days, so you want to get in there as fast as you can. If your link is expired, feel free to DM us on Instagram or shoot us an email, and we can send you a fresh one. Uh, by the time of the giveaway, I'm going to have the Discord beefed up, so you definitely want to get in there. But it's uh, kind of like if... 
you were like instant messaging mixed with Slack. There's a bunch of different servers you can join and channels within our server that are all SVU Coven related. So there's tarot in there. There's SVU stuff in there, all the good shit. So join us. It's free. We would love to grow the coven. If social media is not a medium that speaks to you, it doesn't resonate, that's totally fine. You can always shoot us an email at svucoven at gmail.com. Coley does read our emails, so somebody is reading them, and Coley sends them to me, so I also see them. We love getting emails from you guys, even if it's something fun. But if you're interested in sponsoring the show, being on the show, have tips for us, have something you want us to talk about, email's the best way for us to receive that so it doesn't get lost. So that's Mm -hmm. sbucoven at gmail.com. And this is your episodic reminder to rate, review, and subscribe. Rating and subscribing. Not rating. (laughs) Reviewing and subscribing. No. Rating and (sighs) subscribing. Sorry. (laughs) It would just not be our podcast if we could talk. (laughs) Oh, and the sad thing is we're both English majors. Oh, yes. I majored in a language I already spoke, and I can't do it. Yeah. <laughs> Rating and subscribing are the most important things. They tell the algorithm that you like our podcast and that you listen to our podcast, and they will then recommend it to other people who will then hopefully listen to and like our podcast. Rating is just really nice. We lost all of our rate. No. Reviewing is just really nice. We lost all our reviews when we switched podcast hosts. I had this down, and I, like, today just... <laughs> it went out of my head. Um, reviewing is just really nice. We lost all our reviews when we switched podcast hosts, so we would like them back. Um, upon last checking, we are sitting at one review at the moment. Um... There's also a new feature on Anchor, which is where we host our podcast and record our podcast. Um, And on Spotify only, um, there will be a question after each episode, and you can answer that question, and we will read the responses out on the show, along with the reviews. Um, Good, bad, indifferent, whatever. We appreciate the energy exchange, and we love you. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> also, we love you. Yes. <laughs> oh, but we do, though. <laughs> yes. Woohoo. Look at us. Okay. Shall we move on to our self love affirmation? Let's do it. Okay. Our self love affirmation this week comes from the CoStar Astrology app, which we do not condone on this podcast using for astrology. I only use it for the little sayings that they give every day. Um, Because I like their little sayings that they give every day. And this Mm -hmm. is one of them. And it's, do not be ashamed of what goes on in the dark. I love that. And I really like that one because it calls back to an episode of SVU. um, From, I think, season 23. Mm-hmm. Maybe 22, um, called What Happens in the Dark, and it just, it felt right, so I used it. I love that. <laughs> um, so, if you are not driving or operating heavy machinery, please, I invite you to close your eyes and 
think about that for a minute or two. Meditate on it. Um, if you are operating heavy machinery or uh, driving a car, or even if you're not, please remember to breathe. <laughs> um, and yeah. Woohoo. Okay, should we get into our episode? Yes, I'm so excited. <laughs> okay, we are covering season two, episode 19 today, called Parasites. And the summary comes from IMDb, not sponsored, but would love to be. And it says, after the remains of a woman who was murdered three years earlier are found in a backyard, a composite sketch leads detectives to her identical twin sister. Okay. <laughs> so, we open on someone digging a hole for the foundation of an above-ground jacuzzi. His partner comes over and talks with the owner of the house. And once the owner of the house walks away, the man digging the hole finds a human skull. EO arrive, Elliot and Olivia arrive on scene. Sorry, I'm reading the notes exactly as I wrote them, and it's not. (laughs) (laughs) And it's not. (laughs) It's not. I'm having a day. (laughs) You know what, though? I like when we're in silly, goofy moods on the show because I think it's funny. (laughs) Yeah, I think it is, too. (laughs) Um, so Elliot and, Oli- you know. Elliot and Olivia arrive on scene, um, and are talking to the new homeowners. The man says that he's going to sue the realtor for not telling them about the body in the backyard, but I'm assuming the ho- the realtor didn't know about it. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. Um, Elliot and Olivia go to talk to the Emmy who says that judging by the bones, they have a 30 year, about a 30-year-old Caucasian female. Elliot asks how they ha- arrived to the conclusion that it was a sexual homicide from a skeleton, and the Emmy tells them to check the evidence tray. Elliot notices the crucifix first, but Olivia points out the studded collar and leash on the tray next to the one with the crucifix. Um... The neighbor says that the former homeowners put the hydrangeas in, Brad and Abby. Abby moved out four years ago, were loud, but he never saw violence. Um, Abby would come back basically weekly after a year, asking for money for about a month or two. One night, he didn't open the door, and Abby screamed that she'd report him to the medical board for sleeping with his patients. His new wife, Pam, opens the door and kicks the crap out of her. Abby was never seen again. Kicks the crap out of her. I was, Honestly, I just wrote it the way that the guy said it on the show. <laughs> I just, it's funny to me. It is. <laughs> um, Abby was never seen again. Munch and Finn show Craig in pictures of the crucifix and the dog collar and leash and say it looks like S&M gone bad. Again, we don't Again, kink shame we're not here. Ki- yeah, yeah. We're not kink shaming. Um, Elliot and Olivia come back in. The Emmy's best guess as to how long the woman's been down there is three years. Cragen asks who had access to the yard. Elliot says the old owners, the Stantons. Olivia says they're all over missing persons. Cragen tells Elliot and Olivia to talk to the couple, sends Munch and Finn to go see if anyone remembers Abby. 
Munch and Finn go talk to the landlord or landlady, I guess, because it's a woman. Um, ask to see her files, especially of anyone who's gone missing between 97 and 99. And she says anyone who has, um, you know, been three months behind on the rent has gone missing, quote unquote. Finn mentions rental applications and the landlady scoffs, says that they have so many because of the high price real estate. In reality, they probably have no rental applications. Um, they probably just come to the landlord and ask to rent, and she lets them rent the apartment. Mm. Which is not how renting works. <laughs> no, but it's fine. Yeah. Don't know where the sugar is in our own home. Don't know how to do Don't renting. know how to renting. <laughs> <laughs> Ellie and Olivia go to talk to Dr. and Mrs. Stanton. They talk to Mrs. Stanton first about why she attacked Abby. Pam explains that she was slandering her husband's name and she was angry. They were friends once. They went to nursing school together. Brad and Abby divorced in 97. Brad was very generous until Pam put her foot down. Um, They hadn't heard from her since. Pam says no. And what? Oh. (laughs) They asked if they had heard from her since pam says no and wants to know why they were asking ellie and olivia tells her about the body and she falls silent ellie and olivia want to know where brad is pam says at the hospital extremely busy ellie and olivia disregard that and go talk to brad (laughs) Um, (laughs) sounds about right (laughs) he says abby was killing herself with her addiction pam comes out and tells Ellie and Olivia to stop wasting their time. Brad says he'll handle it. She walks back inside, and then Brand, Brand, <laughs> what even is my life right now? <laughs> Brad <laughs> writes down something and tells Ellie and Olivia this is what they're looking for. Elliot and Olivia go to the Mercy AIDS hospice. Abby is there with AIDS-related dementia. She doesn't have much time left. The Emmy says uh, the person the skeleton belonged to died mm-hmm. of strangulation, which fits the S&M theory. But she has fractures to her fingers, so he didn't miss time in autoerotic asphyxiation. But, um... He says she was estimated 5'4 from the length of her tibia and Eastern European. Hey, that's um, how tall I am. <laughs> I wish I was that tall. <laughs> I actually think I'm technically 5'3, but my doctor says I'm 5'4. <laughs> I'm 5'2. Mm. Yeah. Um, they found traces of arsenic on her teeth. An old Russian practice to kill a nerve was to put arsenic on the tooth. Um, their forensic anthropologist works up a mock-up of what she would look like. Back at the squad room, Ellie and Olivia show Craig in the uh, mock-up picture, and he says, so she's from behind the fallen iron curtain. I love, I don't know why, I just love that. Yeah. (laughs) Munch and Finn are going through the files from the landlord. Cragen asks if they have any names that sound like they're from the Eastern Bloc. 16 and counting. Cragen tells them to track the 16 down. 
My favorite thing ever is um, this next part because the. <laughs> yum. Yum. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Coley wrote in the notes Elliot, Olivia, Munch, and Finn, but we abbreviate in the notes if you guys didn't know that. And so it just yeah. says EOMF. And I've been waiting for them to get to this part because <laughs> I've just been wanting to say oomph. Eomph. Eomph. Elliot, Olivia, Munch, and Finn have a total of 11 young women from who sound like their names are from the Easter block who are unaccounted for. Elliot and Olivia go to missing persons. Elliot finds a woman who looks like the rendering they have of the deceased, Ava Perulis, or Ava Perulis, actually, um, reported missing in April of 98. George Burton reported her missing. Elliot and Olivia go to Queens to talk to George. First, they talk to his daughter, Julie, who is about four. Um, Originally, I had seven there because she looks bigger than a four-year-old would look (laughs) because she probably is because she probably is but Mm -hmm. later on in the scene or in the next scene i guess um we find out that she's four so (laughs) um george comes out and tells julie to go inside george reported his sister-in-law and his missing and his wife comes out to see why the police are there. She looks just like Ava. The wife is Ava's twin sister. They came to the U.S. from Romania five years ago. Ava was older by six minutes. Olivia asks just six. Mm -hmm. Olivia asks if she has any idea who could have killed her sister. Irina which is the wife says that Ava was wild and played by her own rules. She went from one which one rich man to the next until she finally met the wrong one um Irina gets up and walks away George apologizes for Irina says they went through hell in Romania and when they came back to the US um when they came to the US they all they had with you all they had was each other um, Ava said she could never imagine a life like Arena had. Arena told her to stop dreaming and grow up. George never saw Ava again. This what what happened? I, for some reason, always think that this episode comes earlier than it does. Yeah, like in the show. But this is arguably one of my favorite episodes. Yeah, um, I just for some reason associate it like earlier season two late season one but we're 19 episodes into season two yeah exactly (laughs) weird but anyway um this was a little longer than three years ago it was julie's first birthday party ava never showed olivia asked george why george suspected she was missing um he went to her apartment to smooth to try to smooth things over between her and arena the apartment was empty and Ava was gone. Irina thought that she ran off with one of her men. George had a bad feeling, so he called the police. Olivia asked if George knew any of her boyfriend's names. He knows one, Matt Sloan, he thinks. Ellie and Olivia go to Sloan Imports. He says that Ava was sexy and adventurous. Um, 
I don't know why I wrote sex there. I, I was about to say that. Probably. I was like, <laughs> it was probably a typo because the Y and the T are right next to each other. Sure. It was supposed to be sexy. Sexy. <laughs> sexy. <laughs> Let's just throw the whole episode away. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> Olivia asked if he meant kinky when he said adventurous. <laughs> Again, not kink shaming. Um, Elliot asked if he ever tamed her, meaning BDSM. Matt says he wasn't into that. He says that his relationship with Ava, she helped him gain contacts in Eastern Europe, and sex was great. Um, she wanted expensive jewelry in return. Um Matt ended it after Ava threw a bottle of perfume in his face. Expensive, like a thousand dollars, I think he said. Um, he saw her again at an event at the UN. He didn't know who brought her, but she left with being a deputy chief of mission. Um, Ellie and Olivia update Cragen that she was with a boyfriend for as long as she could get what she wanted. Then she'd move on and drink from the next well. Matt was picked up in a vice sting, one count of soliciting. He was very specific about what he wanted, dog collar at the works. Matt was out of the country when Ava w- Ava was reported missing, according to his passport. Cragen gives orders. Ellie and Olivia go to the Romanian mission to talk to the deputy chief. He says Ava was someone to be on his arm for important functions. Then he starts talking about orchids, which are also parasites. It devours the host plant where while it blooms. Munch and Finn go to talk to another landlord who is again a landlady mm-hmm. um, at a building where Ava was renting an apartment. The woman shows Munch and Finn her apartment. They ask if she had any visitors, and the woman says only one she remembers, an older guy always dressed to kill. Ellie and Olivia Munch and Finn meet for coffee. Ava came into the U.S. in 96 on a fiancé visa. Paul Amis, her fiancé, found her through an agency called Euromatch. Ellie and Olivia take Paul, Munch and Finn take the matchmaking service. Ellie and Olivia meet up with Paul in a bar, question mark, pool hall, question mark, (laughs) <laughs> he paid $50,000 to bring her to the U.S., while the average wage in Romania is $50 a month. All she had to do was cook, clean, and be available for sex. It's called being a wife. Yikes. Oh, it's his house. <laughs> um, because his new wife walks in. Um, yeah, I thought it was a pool hall or a bar because there's a dartboard and a bar and pool table set up I guess in the basement or whatever yeah I don't know it um, does look like that yeah um Paul quote unquote returned Ava because she was sleeping with a dentist returned I hate it mm-hmm. Ellie and Olivia go to the dentist's office who says she was exotic Elliot says he didn't mind the fact that she was married Apparently, Paul was beating her up every night so badly that he once had to put in five caps. Um, The marriage was over. They met at a party. 
Um, she was told he was the dentist of the stars and she was all over him. He called off the wedding because she lied about how she came into the country. Ellie and Olivia requests Ava's medical records. Munch and Finn go to Euro match. They match women with who will will be wives instead of partners, cook, clean sex. Um, they have a divorce rate half that of other couple, of the population, I guess. Um, sends their clients over to an Eastern European country for two weeks. He picks out his wife of the about eight girls a day that he meets. Um, they take photos for the INS, and they take care of the paperwork. Satisfaction guaranteed for 90 days or your money back. The woman asks Munch if she, if he's interested. Why did I put she? Yeah, anyway. <laughs> Ellie and Olivia go to see Arena and asks why she didn't tell them Ava was married. Says because she was afraid of her husband. Um, he hit her once when she went to see Ava because she told Ava that she should leave Paul because he beat her. He came close to killing her. Ellie and Olivia interrogate Paul about Ava. He says he didn't kill her. Olivia said he raped and assaulted her. He says they can't prove it. Olivia asks if they thought he'd, they'd call him down if they couldn't. Um, Cragen pulls them from interrogation, and Olivia says it's like a game of Clue. There was a whole bunch of players. Ellie and Olivia go to the ME, who says the dental work doesn't match Ava, but everything else does. The shape of the teeth and the jaw are identical. Son of a bitch, Arena is Ava. <gasps> dun dun dun! <laughs> <laughs> um, Alex says she can't do anything without evidence that Ava killed Arena. She says that the dental records and the fact that Ava assumed Arena's identity and the fact that she'd be deported back to Romania isn't enough. But with a little arm twisting, she tells Olivia to go to um, search George and Ava's house. Yomph! <laughs> Yomph! <laughs> <laughs> Ellie and Instead, Olivia. Well, okay. Moving forward, instead of if we ever put like the squad, we need to just erase that and put Eon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Ellie and Olivia Munch and Finn go to George and Ava's house. The cars are gone. They walk into the house after realizing the door is unlocked. The house has been ransacked. Ellie and Olivia go upstairs, guns drawn, to make sure there's nobody in there. Once, yomp, <laughs> clear the house. Elliot realizes she took the emergency money, and Olivia finds the note saying she's sorry she never meant to hurt anyone. Okay, spell break. Woohoo! So, the spell for today, Monday, February 20th, which is the day this podcast comes out, is as follows The color of the day is lavender, the incense of the day is rosemary. It's President's Day. Um, and this is charging items with the power of the moon. Because it is a new moon today at 2.06 a.m. To be specific. Um, witches love working with lunar energy. 
While we often are obsessed with full moons, we can sometimes overlook the subtle but powerful energy of the new moon. It's a time of new beginnings to refresh and look inward. This is also a great time to charge our magical items. Within the darkness of the night sky, the new moon is invisible to us, but it emits such a powerful aura for magical work. For this spell, you need to do, all you need to do is take whatever items you feel a good energetic re- cleanse, need a good energetic cleanse, wow, and charge. It could be a piece of jewelry or even your wand or athame. I never know how to say that word. Hmm. Athame? 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 If someone knows, let us know. Yeah. Um, hmm. Just after sunset, place your items in a safe space where they will be under a clear sky. Feel free to sit with your items and set the intention out loud that you are cleansing and charging them with new moon energy. Bring the items in the next morning and use them as you normally would. This is a mandolin and Jason McKaney. Mankey. Wow. Mankey. Mankey. <laughs> okay. Back to the episode. Ellie and Olivia go to notify George that Arena is in fact Ava. He denies it at first until Olivia gives him her crucifix. George said he that she went to Mass every day when they were first married until about three years ago when she said she lost her faith. He realized that Ava killed Arena when Arena went over to tell Ava that they couldn't give her any money um, because they had just had the baby and a whole bunch of other reasons. Um, Elliot asks about Julie and George Panic. They go to school. See, before I get confused, now I start calling her Julia. So mm. I just wrote Julie for the rest of the episode because that's what it was originally. Yeah. And Finn, I think, at one point calls her Julie. So I just suck with Julie. Let's just roll with it. We're just rolling with it. <laughs> um, the teacher tells George that he missed miss Ava. Ava. Ellie and Olivia ask though that was. It was about 20 minutes. She talks to Julie. Julie said Ava gave her color. They couldn't have a man today. Olivia asked why she called him the puppet. Julie, Julie said that when Ava went to see her, Tina and show her the puppet. Oh, you're breaking in and out. Oh, man. Am I... Oop, talk again. Any better now? Yeah, it's better. Okay. <laughs> um, bunch of the bank accounts and cleaned out their warning. I realized that she's Valentina of Euro match. Not the Euro match. <laughs> <laughs> Munch and go to Euromantina, but she's not there. She's at her other office, her house in Chelsea. Yup! Yup! I need saying... a sting of that. Yes! <laughs> um, Elliot, Olivia, Munch, and Finn go into the warehouse. Olivia says it's not a sweatshop. Munch says it's not the kind of sweatshop she had in mind. Um, 
they run into a woman who's running through the warehouse yelling police and um, finally gives up where Valentina is and Valentina is then placed under arrest for unlawful imprisonment, kidnapping, and promoting prostitution. Um, Elliot demands to know where Ava is, but she says she doesn't have to tell them anything. Elliot and Olivia go into Valentina's office in the warehouse where they find Ava hugging a younger woman close and place her under arrest for killing Irina. Ava says she didn't kill her. The young woman says that it wasn't Ava, it was Irina. And Olivia asks what the money was for. Ava says that the younger woman is her little sister and she was buying her freedom. Back in the squad room... Ava is insisting she didn't kill Irina, that she was dead when she got home that night, and she buried her in a grave behind her old apartment. Whoever killed Irina was after Ava. Valentina had her sister, had their sister, and she had to get her out. Elliot and Olivia talk to Cragen and Alex and say there's no way someone Ava's size could have carried Irina's body. Down three flights of stairs and buried her. What is she hiding? Cragen says maybe she's protecting whoever killed Arena. Valentina. Um, Munch and Finn are interviewing the little sister. Telling her Ava's been living as Arena. After she killed Arena three years ago. The little sister says there's no way that she would have hurt Arena. The little sister says she was proposed to back in Bucharest. Um... But the man changed his mind. Valentina brought her into the warehouse and, quote, turned her into a whore. Um, No one says no to Valentina. She'd been working at the warehouse for three and a half years until the debt was paid off. Valentina said that she, that because she had to give back the $50,000 to the man who proposed to the little sister, it was her fault. And she had to work off the $50,000. Valentina said she would kill her sisters if she went back to Romania. Um, Valentina. Valentina. What the heck? (laughs) Valentina is in the interview room and asks Alex when she walks in when she can go. Alex says the only place she's going is Rikers. Valentina says she'll make bail. Alex says judges don't send accused killers home. Alex explained that she was being charged as an accessory to Irina's murder and that she doesn't protect the women who are rejected by their husband. She forces them into prostitution. Um, Alex wants to know who helped her and she asked for her lawyer. Valentina gave Alex nothing. Ava is acting more like a victim than a perp. They were both afraid of someone, and maybe there's a clue in Valentina's office. Oksana, the little sister, uh, her statement should be enough for a warrant. Cragen will have Munch and Finn ask, execute the warrant. Tells Eo to Ellie and Olivia to bring George in and maybe get something from Ava. Munch and Finn go to Euromatch and ask a clerk, ask the clerk where the real books are, and the clerk finally says Valentina had a friend who came by a couple times a week and they lock themselves in Valentina's office. He leads Munch and Finn to their office, to her office. Um, Valentina's partner is Razvan Toscu. 
the Romanian chief of mission, which means they can't do anything to him. George Burton is willing to help. George just found about found out about Oksana and wanted to know where she was. Olivia explained, and George wonders why Ava never told him. Elliot explains that it's possible she thought that he could have been in danger if he knew. George goes into the interrogation room to talk to Ava. Um, he wants to know how he knew Toscu killed Irina. Ava says she saw him outside her apartment building. He left something in a trash bag, and Ava looked inside to see her sister. Mm. Ava put on her wedding rings and buried her under the neighbor's garden. Ava said that all the men, all the jewelry, all the money she took from George was to get Oksana out. Said she was sorry. Um, George said that sorry wouldn't bring Irina back. And that's how Ava could live with herself. Ellie and Olivia believe Ava. She wasn't lying to George. But even if they had a video of Toscu committing the murder, they couldn't touch him because of diplomatic immunity. Alex said she would consult a friend. Alex goes to the State Department to try to find a way to charge him. Alex and the guy from the State Department go to the Romanian mission at the UN to try to get them to waive Toscu's immunity because he's been keeping women in the U.S. for the purposes of prostitution. Toscu says he didn't kill Irina and that Ava is an unreliable witness and she as she had a reputation. The State Department guy tells him that they leave him no choice. He's been authorized to tell Toski that he's persona non grata and has 48 hours to leave the U.S. Alex goes back into the squad room and Elliot, Olivia, and Cragen are not happy that his only punishment is going home. Alex says she needs more than Abba's say-so and Cragen tells Elliot, Olivia to go back to the bones to look for more evidence. They look at the clothes and what was left of Irina's panties and was sent to a forensic geologist. And the results would be in the following week. Ellie and Olivia go to the forensic geologist and he explains what was found on the panties wasn't from the plant life in the area. He said he was going to test them in the morning. And Ellie and Olivia said, how about now? Hmm. Um, Ellie that and Olivia, Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Ellie and Olivia go to the mission and arrest Toscu. The Romanian government didn't like the fact that he was a pimp and a murderer. Um, he said they had no proof, and Olivia says they had too little grains of pollen from his orchids. Ellie and Olivia go to the cemetery where they're buying, they're burying Arena's bones. George thanks them. Elliot says he hopes everything works out for him and Julie. They walk up to, then walk up to Ava, who says Irina can rest in peace now, and we dick wolf. And we dick wolf. Or dick fish. Dick fish. <laughs> or fish wolf. Depending. You know, it, it's all up to you. Whatever mood you're in today. Yes. <laughs> oh, I love that episode, really. Yeah, it's a really good episode. It reminds me, I've talked about this on the show like a long time ago, probably last year. But uh, there's a show called Echoes Mm -hmm. on Netflix that I'm obsessed with. Um, Yeah. And it's a similar idea with the twin concept. Yeah. Um, And I think it's really interesting. Yeah. 
Um, so okay. while Katie shuffles, I'm going to um, give you another reminder to rate, review, and subscribe. Rating and subscribing are the most important. They tell the algorithm that you listen to us and that you like us and will then recommend us to other people who will then hopefully listen to and like us. And reviewing is really nice. Um, we lost all our reviews when we switched podcast hosts. Um, we're sitting at one review right now. Um, yeah. Yeah. Appreciate the energy exchange. Absolutely. All right. So I had a jumper. We love a jumper. And it's the Ten of Wands, which I actually really like because Mm -hmm. it's what I needed to hear. So yesterday when I was at my uh, workshop with my shaman, she was talking about how um, in order to love other people, we have to love ourselves. And the love that we are seeking in other people often is the love we need to show ourselves. Yes. And The Ten of Wands is a card of feeling burnt out, worn out, overburdened, um, just heavy energy. And I know I personally am going through a lot of stress in my life, and I'm sure you guys are too. And if you're feeling like the weight of the world is on your shoulders, you are not alone and you resonate with this card. But the biggest message of the Ten of Wands is not to be afraid to ask for help. Not to be afraid to reach out to people in your <coughs> co- in your coven, in your circle, to tell them that you need help because you're carrying all of these things. You're carrying these 10 wands and something's got to give. And if you don't have faith that you'll make it, if you aren't trying to persevere and go forward, you'll just keep adding more wands onto this heaviness. And so the advice of Ten of Wands, which is one I need to take myself, is don't be afraid to accept help from the people that care about you. Um, And don't be afraid to ask for it either. Sometimes we can't carry it all. Um, And it's important to, you know, reach out. And if you don't have anybody that you can reach out to, remember to show yourself the love that you're seeking. Yes. And... Everything is going to work out. I promise that you are going to make it and everything's going to be okay. Yes. So, yeah. Yay. The cards never lie. No, they don't. So, last but not least, I just want to remind you guys that if you are on Instagram, so are we. It's at Coven on Instagram. And if you're still listening, go to our most recent post and drop us your favorite emoji in the comments so we'll Mm -hmm. know that you made it this far in the episode. Yes. We also have a free Discord server that you can join. The link is in our Instagram bio, or you can email us for it at svucoven at gmail.com. Likewise, if you want to sponsor the show, be on the show, have questions for us, anything like that, you can reach out to us at svucoven at gmail.com. We can also shoot you a Discord link there as well. Yes. Woohoo! That's our show. That's our show. And look at us. We're under an hour. Look at that. We did it. We did it. Okay, well, I love you and I'll talk to you soon. I love you too. Okay. Blessed be. Blessed be.